0: It's already done. This is the moment of surrender when you know you have done all you can do and you recognize the best choice is to release the outcome. This week's guest Sarah Harbutt leaves what happens next to God. She looks to him for guidance, and she seeks his voice over her own. Sometimes those are hard to differentiate, and that is another level of surrender. need some inspiration, some encouragement, you're in the right place. We focus on confidence so you will believe in yourself more, passion so you will turn it into purpose, and gratitude so you will find gifts even in the hardest of times. I'm Rochelle Condi now and this is Unabashed You. Hello and welcome back to the show, Sarah. What a pleasure it is to have you. Hi, Rochelle. Thanks. I'm excited to be back. <laughs> me too. Me too. A uh, lot's been happening since you were last on the show, and I can't wait to dive in and get to know you a little better here. What's the current show right now that you're watching that you enjoy? Um,
1: Not really a series or anything, but I thought about a show that me and my husband watch before we go to bed as um, House Hunters.
0: Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. And isn't that, I think I've seen that before. That's They show them three houses. Is that it? And They, they show them
1: pit- three houses. Yeah. And I then can't have a love they, hate. they choose one. Oh, <laughs> what's the love-hate part? Well, I don't know. Like, I like it because you can get ideas and, like, home remodeling ideas. Like, I like that part. And I like seeing, you know, all the different Um, home styles and things like that but then that part that I hate is (laughs) it kind of it plays into this whole you know mentality that society has of not enough or I need more you know because it's like I don't know it feels like it makes you okay you know we're going to get this house, but we don't like the way that the bathroom is. So we immediately have to remodel it. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, we got our house, you know, you wait a couple years and do things a little bit at a time. And, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, yeah, it's like, I'm happy to own a house. You
0: know? <laughs> right. So it's just yeah, right. that part just. And that's looking at things from a slightly different perspective saying, wait a minute, I have a house, a roof over right. my head. I mean, just, that uh, looking at it from a very grateful place, right? Yeah, well, I, exactly. I like that, and I like that it's this thing that uh, the show that you and your, you you know you have your time together, you're watching the show, you get to chat about it, and some of the things that inspire you about maybe wanting to do in your own home, and um, yeah, it's it's fun, and it's it's fairly light. I mean, it's not yeah yeah you know, like heavy fare or anything. Well, that's right. cool. I like that. Who was your biggest crush growing up? So I put down Joey Lawrence. <laughs> That's the first time when have had his, but I know exactly uh, really? who who I who I'm thinking of. It wasn't he on. What show was he on? Uh, uh Blossom. Oh he was yes, um uh, the brother, right? The uh, brother. Whoa. Oh my god. That was his catchphrase. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that is fun. Did you have a poster of him up or you just in general? I did. I did when I was yeah. I had a
1: poster to a few people, but he was one that I remember, like, you know, me and my friends would talk about how cute he was. And and he, you know, he played like a goofy character on the show, but he was really this teen heartthrob, you know. So yeah.
0: You know those are fun to look back on, and that's why I think I like this question because it's it's kind of fun to revisit the younger girl in you and and kind of what she thought was cute and and like you say he was kind of goofy he wasn't just playing the heartthrob angle the entire time he was right a goofy character and that that's fun and that. Probably helped um, form um, some things that you ended up wanting in somebody else. You know, like, hey, I wanted us to be playful and silly, or whatever it is. So
1: yeah, that's, that's true.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. We, I think sometimes we don't recognize or we're not maybe aware of how some of those things might um, not like they have a huge impact. They just kind of help form, you know, who you are and what you end up wanting and what you. Ad- What you want to attract, which I think is, is it's kind of fun to look back, and that's why one, you know, this is a fun question. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. hearing the answers to this very much. What's something? What's something that you are afraid of? And and I think of this more on the irrational side, not like death or okay you know cancer or yeah you know financial ruin <laughs> those are really those are very big topics
1: yeah or well that's like, good. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah you can answer kinda... it however you want there are no wrong answers here but more on the irrational side
1: okay yeah i kind of went the irrational side. Cause I was like, Ooh, that can be a deep question. And I don't know how di- <laughs> deep I want to dive into that. So, um, <laughs> right. I chose, uh, mice.
0: Okay. Like, I cannot
1: stand my- mice. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, now uh, would rats fall in that category or not? Yeah, probably, but, um, Interesting. more mice. <laughs> really? Cause I, I think of rats as being kind of bigger mice. Mice can be kind of sort of cute looking. I think, I think, you know, Cinderella and the mice and all that, but you, you, you specifically said mice. And when I asked about rats, not so much. So what is it about mice that you, that isn't in the rat category?
1: Um, I think just because like how they, they're very small, they move really quick. Like like that just (laughs) like it makes my skin crawl just thinking about it
0: (laughs) oh yeah oh that's funny okay I get it I get it and have you had to encounter many mice
1: (laughs) not fortunately not many we did have a house that um, was across the street from like another house that had been torn down it had sat empty for a while so Mm -hmm. we think there were a lot of mice in there so when that house got torn down yeah they came to see us across the street and oh. that was <laughs> that was a bad time because that I can remember that you know seeing them scurry across the floor and oh uh, was bad. yeah <laughs>
0: oh my okay I I get it I totally get it what about a random fact most people would not know about you
1: This one was kind of hard especially since I have the book and a lot of people know a lot about me now but I <laughs> picked um that I really like musicals oh yes, like, okay and singing dancing i I love musicals so
0: good and what's what i got I have to offshoot here what what's one of your favorites
1: one of my favorites um mm, that's a Are you more like the
0: classical genre, like uh you know sound of music or Mary Poppins? i mean sort of more classical and more contemporary, or all of the above uh probably more.
1: Not classical, more I know Lion King, like I really like Lion King. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have like a dinner theater close to where I live. So they do different ones. Um, Little Mermaid. Okay. We okay. we go to see like Christmas ones, uh Christmas musicals. They did um a Christmas story as a musical. Okay. That was interesting.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Oh, that's interesting. I would love to hear the number, you know, don't poke out your eye or whatever. You'll shoot shoot your your eye. You'll shoot at your eye. That would be a really fun number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they did. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) All right. What advice would you give your 10 year old self?
1: Okay. So this one was, that's why I kind of shied away from the fear one because this one was deep and kind of, Hit me in the gut. <laughs> um, okay. I would I would say um none of it is your fault.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. You're right. That is very deep. And it brings to mind how true that is. But when mm-hmm. you're 10, you don't know. You, you don't know. You yeah. don't have the I think kind of the mental emotional capacity or the life experience to really understand that none of it is your fault.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, you hear, you know, kid. as kids, they may hear that, but like you said, it doesn't mean they're going to believe it just because yeah. of the way that they process things and the way their brain is. So it's kind of like, you know, knowing what I know now, what would I going to want to go back and tell my 10 year old self? And like you said, sit with her and make sure she believes it, you know, not just right. something that yeah just goes over her head or yeah
0: oh i love that make sure she believes that yes that gives me goosebumps oh i love (laughs) it oh that's fantastic
1: i just read a book
0: did you go ahead oh yeah i was gonna say i just read a
1: book recently and there was a scene um where the female character she had been assaulted when she was a teenager and she talked about that she imagined going back and baking cookies with her 16 year old self. And it was like, it just, and then I have, you know, was preparing for this and I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I love that. And she kind of said the same thing. You know, she said she would make sure she tried to tell her teenage self that what happened to her would not ruin her life or define her life for the rest of her existence. And she was like, I don't know if she would believe me, But, you know, I tell her every time. So,
0: Mm, gosh, yeah, that is so beautiful. And as we head into our deep dive, because we're doing this series on surrender, I'm going to just imagine that the book you wrote, Less Fear, More Fire, is going to somehow be involved in your answer about surrender, because we're talking about (laughs) surrender as in a time when. Circumstances entirely beyond your control, you finally sort of recognize that you're not able to fight anymore and and just that that sense of having to kind of give in, maybe not permanently, hopefully, but at least temporarily so what what a time that you had to surrender
1: okay, so I did media the book immediately came to my mind when you asked me about the topic. Um, but I kind of went a different way with it. I thought about the process of writing the book and like saying yes to Ah. the topic. And, um, a big thing was, so I kind of struggled with, you know, do I include my, um, relationship with Jesus and my Christian perspective? Do I include that or do I kind of water it down so that it's, um, you know, all encompassing so it doesn't offend anyone because, right. you know, I'm writing a a book in a genre that's not hugely popular. I mean, maybe uh, celebrity memoirs, that type of thing. But, you know, when you're a self-published author, you're kind of like we talked about earlier, you, there's a lot of people out there that are doing it. So you kind of get lost in the crowd. So it's like, Okay, God, do I wanna make this even harder for myself? And
0: <laughs> right, gosh, <yes>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. so I just, you know, with that topic of surrender, I just thought about that how I kind of <laughs> I went back and forth with God, like, um, really? You want me to do what? Like, you know, <laughs> and it was like, okay, you know, I I said yes to this, but then and then I'm gonna say yes to this. And <laughs> And so, yeah, that was, and, you know, I looked up a a dictionary definition of surrender and it says to abandon oneself entirely to a powerful emotion or influence. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, you know, a good way to look at it is you kind of surrender. It's like, it's not about what I want. It's about what, um, what someone else is asking. And I feel like, you know, there has to be a certain amount of trust Mm -hmm. and respect when you do surrender to someone. I mean, you know, because as much as I resist it in the back, resist it in the back of my head, I know that, you know, this is what I should do. I'm going to fight it and maybe (laughs) be against it. But at the same time, you know, I know that, it's important. And like, I was thinking, you know, if I did water down the book and not talk about the relationship that I've had with God and Jesus, one thing that came to mind is there's somebody out there that needs to read that, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you, if you take that out or change it, what about that person that needs to read it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, as Christians, that's what we're taught is that, You know, God wants to use us for a higher purpose. He wants to use our talents and gifts to reach out to other people. And it's like at the end of the day, I had to stay true to myself and, you know, just just go into it, I guess, knowing that there's going to be people that I'm sure will put my pick my book up, start reading it, and immediately put it down, just because it goes against, you know, what their interests or their beliefs, and they they've already mm-hmm. stated, I'm not going to read anything with you know that has a Christian background in it, and I just had to be okay with that. Right. So. Right.
0: Well, it makes sense in the in 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 the sense that you you felt the strong yes, the the strong yes to to write the book, the strong yes to include your faith, and I think when you are in that place there's there's so much more peace about the decision because you you know that you are doing what you're being called to do and regardless right. of the outcome cuz you're not responsible for that you're going to do what you can the best you can and then again another kind of surrender like okay i've written the book it's out there i did exactly you know, I shared, I I shared my personal story, I shared my faith. And now, you know, now (laughs) wherever it goes, and whoever it goes to, you know, you're not really in charge that yes, you want to share it. And that we talked about that before we hopped on the call about social media and how necessary it seems to be to to share these good things of value, because otherwise, how would people know? They just, you know, they just wouldn't know. So I applaud you for saying yes. I really do. Yeah. I because like I say, I think there's a lot of peace in that and there's excitement. There's also some like, ah, how's this gonna go? Yeah. Ah. But it's right. it's, it's 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 so I, I understand what it looked like for you. And then what what would you say you learned from this process? of saying yes to writing the book, saying yes to including your faith.
1: Well, I think that um you know, like we talked about, I learned, um, like you said, there's peace that comes with that and staying true to yourself. Um, because there's, you know, all this, there's all these things that if you pay attention to these outside sources, you know, that tell you, oh, you need to get um so many reviews or so many sales and all this and that. And I kind of, you know, like you said, you you come to a point where you're at peace and, you know, we talked about the promoting and the sharing part of that and how difficult that is. But at the same time, I can kind of sit back and like, okay, God, I did what you asked me to do. You know, <laughs> <You're right. laughs> like, it's your turn. Like, That's right. 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 That's, right. Yeah. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And And it just and just the surrender topic in general, you know, it did make me think a lot about that. And like I said, I thought, like, if you think about someone that has a weapon or has been violent, and the police are asking them to to surrender, you know, if if they feel that they're in the right and they don't trust the police or they don't believe what they're asking them to do is right, then they're not going to surrender. You know, they're going to fight and they're going to resist. So I think that's a big part of surrender is trusting. Mm-hmm. Who it is or what it is that you're surrendering to, and knowing right. that they have your best interests, you know,
0: right, so. right, exactly. Gosh, that's so well said. I and I, 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 you know, happen to really believe in that, and I really love the fact that you've used that word trust twice, and both times you said it, it just is kind of, it just sort of sparked something in me that that there is. I think maybe I would call it like when you're surrendering well because of the circumstances and, you know, particularly if you have that kind of faith, when you surrender, it's because of the trust that you do have that Mm -hmm. regardless of of how this is going to go, I trust that you are for me and that you are going to make the best outcome, you know, possible for me. There are other times when you're talking about like with the police or certain situations where maybe... You find that you have to surrender, but the circumstances are such that, you know, you don't, you know, you don't want to. And that's a completely different thing altogether. Not quite what we're talking about, but I recognize mm-hmm. that um, there's more than one kind of surrender. And and I, mm-hmm. I really like that you're bringing up the point of trust. I think that that's really key. Yeah. What, what, um. Now, let's say you were going to advise somebody who was in this situation of surrender for you know all kinds of perhaps different reasons what what sort of advice would you give them? hmm that's a good question, yeah about surrender um,
1: I know I'll refer to my friend and what she said because she had something that she said she felt like there was a goal that God put on her heart and she had to pray about it. And, you know, she was like, I want to know if this is me saying this or if this is God telling me to do this. So, you know, I think that's important when it comes to like surrendering, if you're, you know, talking about God and your faith is, Mm -hmm. um, prayer, prayer and communicating and, you know, making sure that you are hearing, um, what God wants you to do and just, you know, not outside voices because it is easy to, uh, I mean, it's easy to negatively surrender to, you know, you can surrender to your own negative internal voice. You can surrender to other people's thoughts and expectations. So I think that's probably what I would tell people is, um, Especially like if they were in my situation, exact, you know, hey, I want to write a memoir and I want to talk about my relationship with God. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have to um you're just gonna have to be at peace and secure with who you are and you know what what you wanna say and make sure that you're surrendering to the right um influences.
0: Right that is a really good point to surrendering to the right influences, because as you were speaking and you, you mentioned negatively surrender, I mean, there are things you could surrender to that aren't good for you that aren't right. healthy, like, you know, addiction or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the, the, list could go on and on, but you, you get kind of what I'm saying things that would not right. be healthy or good for you. But um, so discern, I love the point you're making about discerning you know if is this going to be a positive surrender or is this a negative surrender could this could this ultimately be good for me or would this be bad for me like surrendering to an addiction or what have you that obviously that is not a good idea yeah. um yeah that well that is really um that is really well said and i gosh i just i greatly appreciate this has been a fun topic this topic of surrender um, is there anything else that you feel like you didn't get to say that you want to talk about on this topic of surrender?
1: No, I don't think so. I think we covered everything. There was one um, Bible verse that stood out to me when I was getting ready. Um, Mark fourteen thirty six, which is yet not what I will, but what you will. Okay. And, you know, that's kind of what we were talking about. Like, you know, our. Our flesh wants a lot of different things, you know, that may not be healthy or good for us. But if you use that discernment, you know, to determine what would be a good thing to surrender to. um, And I think that's, you know, that just keeps reminding me that that's one verse that's going to stick out in my head, especially for me in this whole book promoting process. You know, it's (laughs) not always about. (laughs) Right. Um, what I want, and you know, because it is easy to get into that, um, just that spirit of competitiveness. I'm a competitive person by nature, so you know, it's like, okay, I'll show you, you know, I'll get this number <laughs> and that number. And even though I say that I'm not gonna do that, you know, it's like oh. that's where I have to dial it back down, like, okay, you said this isn't important, but you're sitting here on Instagram, you know, for hours at <laughs> a time or whatever. So, yeah. um, and then I actually made a post on Instagram where there's a book um called Uninvited um by Lisa I will probably butcher her last name Turkist I believe and there's one chapter in the book where um she was doing like a uh something with ropes like where they she had to she was expected to swing across this rope and she was like scared to death to do it and this guy was encouraging her like it's okay it's okay and she was like you know no I'm not doing this <laughs> and she said um he whispered to like he whispered it she was like I don't know if he meant for me to hear it or he was just kind of saying it to himself you know like geez girl would you come on but he said it's already done and like oh. I re- yeah, I read that book and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like that is going to be my motto, you know, for the oh. whole book promoting and things, because it's like, oh, I love it. yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, like I said, so many outside influence influences that will tell you that you have to do this and this and this. And did you post today? Did you do this? And did you do that? But then, you know, if I think about, OK, God, I did what you asked me to do, you know, that part it's done. But then at the same time, thinking about who the book is going to reach, it's already done. You know, God already has it in mind, who it's going to reach or, you know, who needs to read it, that part's already done. So it's like, right, I don't have to try so hard. Right. right?
0: And that's very encouraging. That is very encouraging. Because, you know, I'm sure, You know, those of us who are on social media wanting to share the value the valuable thing that we want to put out there because we do think it would be helpful. Mm -hmm. There are certain things that you know help propel that and that the constant struggle and challenge of, you know, how much do I give of myself to this thing? Because I, I do want to share what's out there. I want to put it out there. Yeah, it's, I find it to be a very fine line. And it is, um, it is. A very fine line. And some days more than others, <laughs> some days it, <laughs> it just feels like, ah, another yeah. day, oh, okay, that was kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. right there with you. And I, I think a lot mm-hmm. of people would would understand and, uh, you know, write what we're saying about that, the need for it. And, um, how frustrating and challenging it could be.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, like we said, those negative surrenders, I mean, that can almost be one, you know? Yes. Yes. Like you said, you know, you're, you're trying to do something positive and you believe what you are bringing to the table could positively impact other people. But at the same time, you know, if it's affecting your family life or social life or just your mental state, then it it's kind of surrendering to something negative.
0: Right. Really good distinction. Very good. Yes. I mean, too much of anything like that is not a good thing, right? Too much, right. right. You know, too much focus, too much. I mean, again, that's another fine line. I mean, you want to do it, but you don't want it to be the thing. It can't be the thing. Cause then it's, exactly. it's too far. It's too far. Yeah. Well, Sarah, this is just wonderful. And I, I've got my my copy right there ready to dive into. I'm really excited to take that journey with you. And and I as I told you before, I'd love to have you come back on and um once I've read it and, and talk about it some more because I, I think I see that what you've been through and I don't even fully now. I just, you know, kind of have the um an idea in my, in my mind of, of the hard childhood you had, you've come out the other side. And so your story of hope and enduring well is one that many, many people can relate to and learn from and be inspired by. So I say, keep it up, keep it up in the healthiest of ways possible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And where can people find you if they want to connect with you? I know you're on Instagram.
1: I'm on Instagram at less fear, more fire. I recently created a um, Facebook author page, uh, Sarah Harbut writes. And then let's see. Um, I also have a website, Sarah um, I'm on Goodreads. If you want to join me there, I know we just talked about, you know, dialing it back down and it's like <laughs> creating more, <laughs> so, but I know I have, Um, I've listened to a few of your other podcasts, you know, and different people that talk about, you know, how you have to have um, uh, boundaries, which is very important. So that's kind of something that I'm working on. And uh, like you said, some days are better than others. You know, some days it's like, "Eh, I did that a little bit. I'm off. I'm good. And then other days, you go down this rabbit hole and you're like, why did I spend an hour on this or whatever? So, yes,
0: God, so <laughs> relate. Really. And of course, i I've, I've seen one golden retriever puppy. Uh, Real too many, and so now the algorithm thinks that's all that I want to see. So, <laughs> I I can't even tell you how many golden retriever things I get every day. It's just <laughs> it's funny. endless. But the cutest factor is just off the charts. I just can't stand, yeah. seeing, you know, all those puppies. <laughs> God, oh, so much fun, so much fun. Well, thank you, Sarah, and um, we'll be in touch through uh, through Instagram as we as we are right now. And I'm I'm just really yeah. grateful that I'm really grateful you said yes to so many things. And, um, thank you. Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's so important to, you know, be on the other side and be there as a hand for somebody else behind you. Good stuff.
1: All yeah, right, thank Sarah. you.
0: Thank you. Really appreciate your time.
1: You're welcome. Bye.
0: Sarah was led to write her story because she felt there was at least one someone out there who needed to hear it. She experienced generational domestic abuse. Writing about it was painful and healing. Sarah knew this was the beginning of surrendering to the right influences. When you use your voice, you have peace and are secure with who you are. What comes next? According to Sarah, now it's God's turn. And now a closing prayer. God, may we know when our story will help someone else so that we don't miss out on any opportunity you have for us. Amen. Sometimes surrender is saying yes and knowing it is already done. Be unabashed. Be you.